When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Blue White Breakdown, the premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Here are your hosts, Dustin Hawkinsmith and Johnny McGonigal. Welcome in. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Dustin Hawkinsmith, Johnny McGonigal here for. The week of all weeks here, Johnny, and now I'm not just talking about the Philadelphia Phillies being up 2-0 as, as we sit here uh, in the uh, NL Championship Series, but Penn State, Ohio State, it's it's the week that was always going to define the season. You know, I know there's a Michigan game to follow, and you can always lose one and still get where you want to go, but through all the UMasses and Illinois and, and all those teams, both these teams are 6-0, and and it's interesting we're, we're trying to learn a lot of the same things about both teams, are, are we not? So this this is one heck of a staging ground for both these coaches to try to, to figure out exactly what they have. Dustin, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Ohio State played Notre Dame earlier in the season. That was a big game for them and a big you know comeback at, at the end for Kyle McCord uh, and Ohio State's offense to punch it in as as the seconds you know ticked off the clock. But you know this is in a lot of ways, a measuring stick for both of these teams. Year in, year out, Ohio State is a measuring stick game for Penn State uh, and not just on the field. You know, they've always been the team in the program that James Franklin has chased, you know, from a facility standpoint, NIL you know, standpoint, and certainly an on-field success standpoint. But I feel like with where both of these teams are right now, uh, with a couple of, you know, top-level defenses, uh, at least that's the way they view themselves, top-level defenses, and offenses, you know, offenses that have just kind of slowly trying to figure it out with first year starting quarterbacks, you know, the the similarities are there. Uh, now, Penn State doesn't have a Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, and I don't think Ohio State necessarily has a Kalen King. Uh, but at the same time, you know, these are two really talented teams, two top 10 teams uh, that a lot of what they're going to accomplish or what they hope to accomplish is going to be decided this weekend in Columbus. So I know I can't wait. Uh, get me to Saturday afternoon. Uh, just, you know, just transport me there. But you're going to miss so much fun along the way, Johnny. Don't, don't, let's, let's, not, let's not take shortcuts here. But I, I think this is, you could have said that weeks ago. You know, like you, you, I think you could have imagined, you could have pictured where both of these teams were likely going to be and just fast forwarded back then. But here we are now, and I, and I think, you know, you make some good points about uh, the quarterback matchup is an intriguing one. Both first-year starting quarterbacks, but also, you know, when you when you play games and you handle business against subpar teams, you don't really learn, like, from the outside, you don't learn much about what this team has. And by that, I mean, like, obviously you can see the defense at Penn State is electric. Drew Aller has all the physical ability that we thought he had and maybe a little bit more. He's poised to mature, and all that is well and good, but now you're in a moment. You know, you're, it, it's a crossroads type moment. And I think both coaches probably go into it thinking they know how their guys are going to respond, but not really knowing until you're through it, especially when 
the player at your most key position at quarterback hasn't been in these moments before. McCord, as you mentioned, had the Notre Dame moment. Drew Aller, I, you know, I think it's easy to be confident that he can make it happen. But like fourth quarter tie game, one of these two quarterbacks is going to do something to further himself. I would, I would imagine, and it's going to, and it's going to be a fourth quarter tight game. Yeah, one of these quarterbacks could do something that furthers themselves, Dustin, or makes a mistake that ultimately decides the game. Uh, you look at two quarterbacks who have not really turned the ball over a whole lot. I mean, Drew hasn't turned the ball over at all. I think Kyle McCord has one interception uh, so far this season. You know, it, it's it's interesting because, you know, for obviously Penn State's quarterback is from Ohio. Ohio State's quarterback is from Philly, or, you know, he's from South Jersey, went to high school at St. Joe's Prep. Uh, in Philadelphia, but this is a big moment for these two quarterbacks. It's a big moment for both of these teams. And and James Franklin talked after his you know after Wednesday's practice uh, in State College about how he he feels like Penn State has closed the gap on the top five teams in college football. And you put Ohio State in that top five. Uh, he didn't say that, but I will. Um, but he also believes that this game is going to be a one possession game. And you don't really know how your team is going to respond until they're in it. And Ohio State has been in it, you know, this season with the Notre Dame game. Uh, Penn State hasn't. And, and, you know, you wouldn't want Penn State in a one possession game late in the fourth quarter against Illinois or Northwestern. Or, so that's a good problem to have as far as I'm concerned, uh, because, you, you know, if, if they're in a one possession game against West Virginia in the opener, that's not where you wanted to be. And so Penn State has covered the betting spread in all all six of their games. So far this season, you know, good teams win, great teams cover. Dustin, uh, Penn State is a great team. Now, are they an elite team like James Franklin, you know, has desired and has craved, you know, Penn State to be, uh, you know, going back to that postgame comment after the 2018 loss to Ohio State, uh, the one that has circulated and has circulated every year uh, before Penn State plays Ohio State and Michigan, you know, since that 2018 game. We'll see. We'll see if Penn State is the elite team. Uh, that many you know prognosticated that that predicted them to be this season, and you know it feels like these two teams are the most even they've been in terms of talent, in terms of you know everything that goes into it uh, since James Franklin took over. Uh, it, I mean, you could maybe say 2017, um, and that would be a fair argument to say. But there's a reason why this game is only a four or five point spread, and you, know, you get three points for being at home if you're Ohio State. Uh, this is going to be a tight game and one that I agree with James Franklin and we'll go down to the wire. Well, and and here's the here's the thing. And I, I, I was going to save. Um, I have a couple questions from our uh, our blue white breakdown insider text uh, people. If you're interested in that, uh, you can text Lions to 717-912-9969. And it's been very uh, focused for, for us. So if you're reading anything on Penn Live, you're probably going to see some kind of advertisement for the blue-white uh, breakdown insider text. So you can't miss it if you're on our website. But uh, Jason B., this this is a, a question that kind of ties into my pick of the game, and I want to get your take on on picking this game. Penn State, as you mentioned, four or four-and-a-half-point underdog, depending on where and when you look. Uh, Jason B. wonders, uh, how much does the pass really matter when comparing Ohio State and Penn State? Sure, the record's a huge motivator for Franklin, the players, and the fans. This is a new year. Both teams have a lot of new faces, and, and you get the gist of the question. More or less being, Penn State has been in a lot of games against Ohio State. They've been in, in one-possession games in the fourth quarter against Ohio State. 
They beat Ohio State once in 2016 when they made a huge play in the fourth quarter. But otherwise, you know, under James Franklin, Ohio State has most often been the team making the the difference-making play late in the game. So Jason's question is fair. How much does that history matter? It is a new team. It is new players, a new personality. But I would say to that, the, that there's one constant, and that's James Franklin, the guy who motivates and trains and, you know, all that stuff, uh, the, the program. Also, every year's a new team with new players. And the trend kind of has persisted to this point. And so that question that I have about making a play in the fourth quarter, about being on the road, and about Drew Aller still needing to prove it on the road, that was enough for me to go with Ohio State, even though when I watched the two teams – when I look at the two teams on paper, uh, I think Penn State has a better team at this point in time, but I still think Ohio State wins because those trends to me, they, they do mean something. I get what Jason's saying, and you might disagree with me, but, but I do think they mean something. Yeah, I, I disagree a little bit. Like I agree with the Franklin end of it because he's experienced all of those soul-crushing losses 2017, 2018. I mean, even last year. Uh, you know, Ohio State ended up pulling away late, but, you know, Penn State had a lead in the fourth quarter. Um, and so James Franklin and some of his staffers who have been there you know, for the long haul have experienced that, you know, firsthand. But, you know, was Drew Aller even, you know, a quarterback in 2017? You know, was he Yeah, going going that far back? Uh, you know, some of these players weren't watching Penn State when they lost in 17 and 18. They weren't even considering that they, that they may be playing Power 5 football. Uh, and so I think, yeah, maybe the trends matter a little bit, but I, I look at just the, what these teams are year by year, and, and that's kind of what, what I'm basing my pick off of, which is Penn State to win. I've got them, I believe, 24 to 20. So I think it's going to be a close game, like I mentioned. I think it's going to be a one-possession game down to the wire. Um, but you look at a Chop Robinson, who did say that, that he is, you know, after Wednesday's practice, talked to us and said that he is personally motivated uh, to beat Ohio State after losing last year's game. He was in that game. Uh, but you have a Chop Robinson, Adisa Isaac, you know, Deny Dennis Sutton. Uh, you, I look at the talent on both sides of the ball, and I see a clear advantage for Penn State uh, off the edge, uh, what they've got in those three guys and how Manny Diaz rotates them and uh, how he employs them, sometimes all three on the, on the field at the same time. And I think there's a serious mismatch with those guys and what Ohio State's tackles uh, have done and who they are because they're not – the, the bona fide first round talent uh, that Ohio State has had in the past at offensive tackle. And so I think there and then also just the mental makeup that Drew, that Drew Aller has and talking to his personal quarterbacks coach, Brad Mendler, uh, actually it was last week, knowing that he would get a lot of interview requests this week. So I did some proactive interviewing Dustin and talking That's to him. That's why you're you, man. <laughs> and, and talking about Drew's mentality. And, and yeah, it's a homecoming for him. He grew up two hours away from Columbus in Medina, Ohio. He grew up an Ohio State fan. Uh, but no one, you know, James Franklin, Brad Mendler, even Drew, thinks that this atmosphere is going to get to him, uh, you know, from an, an emotional standpoint. He's that steady Eddie, that, that, level, that level-headed guy that you need at quarterback. And I think he's going to make a play in the game that will ultimately turn it in Penn State's favor. I do think Katron Allen has a big day, and I think Penn State uh, can run the ball against this defense and will need to run the ball against this defense. But I look at what Drew Aller is as a as a quarterback, as a leader, and the poise and composure he's already shown in his first year as a starting quarterback. Combine that, you know, and he's not turned the ball over. Combine that with what Penn State has in its pass rush, and that's why I'm going with the Nittany Lions to win this one. 
which is which by the way, Dustin, is a flip from what I predicted before the season. I did pick Ohio State before the year, but I just haven't been impressed with those tackles. And Kyle McCord, aside from that late drive against Notre Dame, really hasn't impressed me all that much either. Yeah, and it's uh and the same things, like it just it weighs on me too. Like I just had a really hard time kind of going back and forth on on those things. And I think, you know, the at the quarterback spot specifically, just player for player, Drew Aller is more likely to deliver a breakthrough game at this point in time than I think Kyle McCord is. I also think Kyle McCord will be much more affected by pass rush than Drew Aller will be. Kyle McCord will have home field. That's great. He's got better weapons on the outside. That negates it a little bit. But ultimately, I think the quarterback matchup, I, I like it to go Penn State's way. And and that that defense that you're talking about, the ability to disrupt has been constant. And, you know, even games where they're not rolling up a ton of sacks necessarily, every quarterback has been affected. You've seen from first quarter to third and fourth quarter how much faster guys are making their progressions because they're they've been acclimated to knowing the pressure is going to come. So I think Kyle McCord is going to have a whole different challenge to respond to and there's a lot of there's a lot of reason to pick Penn State based off that but you know in the end I think home field mattered to me also and you know Drew Aller on the road like it's Northwestern and it's Illinois so I didn't know how to apply that to this situation the magnitude of the game is different Uh, I made a point earlier I think Drew Aller is going to play better against a pressure defense than he is against the team that's just going to throw everybody back and, and make him check down so I think that'll be an interesting dynamic here but uh, in the end, I guess home field meant something to me. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a tough game to pick. Yeah, that, that's totally fair. I mean, it, it's a tough game to pick for a reason. These are like we mentioned two uber talented teams, two teams that want to see themselves in the college football playoff and want to see themselves competing for a national title. Uh, they all, they both have the talent to do that. And, you know, to, to sit here and pick Ohio state, there's a reason why I picked Ohio state in the preseason and I was still going back and forth on it this week. I mean, it's just one of those games. And I think I saw that Dave Jones and, uh, and Bob both picked Penn state. I also saw that the three Ohio state beat writers from cleveland.com who chipped in, you know, for our game predictions, all picked Ohio state, but all of the, all of the predictions, it's not like one was 38 to 10, like they were all within four or five, six points. And, and, and that's the reason why this is going to be a fun game, Dustin. Like this is the kind of game that, you know, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay look forward to every year, you know, watching the matchups. If, JT Tuimolo-Alas matchup on Olu Fashanu and obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. against Kalen King, if that matchup is something that we get on a consistent basis. Uh, it's, a, it's a game that NFL scouts are going to be there in droves. Like I'm looking forward to walking into that you know, press box of the horseshoe, and there's always this sheet of paper that tells you where you're seated. And obviously I check that for, for personal reasons to see where I'm sitting for the game. But they also list out the, the, the teams that are in attendance and the scouts in attendance. And I'd be surprised if, if it's not 20 to 25 NFL teams, if not more, uh, that will be at Ohio State this weekend because there's so much NFL talent on both sides of the ball. And it's just a matter of which set of talent is going to come out victorious. And uh, to pick either team, fair points on both sides. This is the Blue White Breakdown. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Let's get into um, difference makers. You know, one of the things that makes this version of, of Penn State different than I think any other version that Penn State has had is that they've got probably you know, six to eight for sure playmaker types. You know, Penn State has always had good players and they've been deep with good players. But I think in terms of being able to make a game-changing play, they are, they run deeper with those types of guys now than I think ever before under James Franklin. And I would include Drew Aller in that. I'd include both running backs in that. I'd include at least one of the tight ends in that on, on the offensive side. Olu Fashano, I would include, include him in that. But then you look at the all the edge rushers and Kalen King and Johnny Dixon. And how about Daquan Hardy, Abdul Carter, Kirsten? I mean, they've got a lot of candidates to make a big play late. And my question for you isn't, you know, who do you think is going to make the big play late? On either side, what guy off the radar do you think can has a chance to make a play? And I've got a name in mind that I shared with our, with our text group uh, already, and that's Dom DeLuca. You know, if you look at his stat line so far, everywhere the ball goes, he just seems to find himself there. Yeah, look, I, I like that pick. I mean, Dom DeLuca has been all over the ball uh, this season. You know, he had the pick six against Delaware, and, and and he's just he's done a really nice job. And you know, there's a reason why they put him on scholarship. Uh, you know, in January, I'm going to stick on the defensive side of the ball. And I talked a lot earlier about the pass rush. And Chop Robinson, I think, could have a big day. Adisa Isaac, I think, could have a big day. And both of those guys are playing at such a high level right now. I mean, Adisa specifically is not only getting to the, you know, getting in the backfield and creating havoc, but he's getting those sacks. And uh, that poor UMass quarterback last week, Tyson Fomachon. I mean, that, that, that poor kid. I'm going to go with, though, former five star recruit, a guy who has had his moments here and there, but I think. He's someone who could really announce himself this weekend, and that's Deny Dennis Sutton. I just think from a physicality standpoint, he's just so strong, so powerful. The guy looked like he was 30 years old when he walked on campus at Penn State. I think this is a game where you're going to see number 33 make a big play, potentially late, uh, that will shift the balance of this thing. Uh, because if you're Ohio State and you're the offensive line coach and, and you're the O-line, you can't just key in on Chop Robinson. You can't just key in on Adisa Isaac. If they do, I think that's going to you know, create an opportunity for Deny Dennis Sutton uh, to make a really big play in this game. So I'm going to go with Deny. It's a great pick, too. And it's like you can't really key in on even just the edge in general. Like if you start cheating with tight ends or running backs on the edge, like Manny Diaz dials it up from anywhere. 
he'll he'll bring it right down your throat if you're if you're cheating to protect the edge. So it's like having that advantage has has that trickle down effect for sure. Uh, it's gonna be fun, and I I think some of these guys like it's fun seeing them have their moment, right? Like it, it's it's fun seeing this like, and that's the beauty of a of a sports season. It's like a movie unfolding before your very eyes, and it's like what's the next narrative? So there there's that too. Um, one other, I want to get to one other blue white breakdown insider text questions before we wrap up here, Johnny. I think we're we're in a pretty good amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joseph asked um, thoughts on Bo Perbola, whether his skill set provides an added dimension for the offense, especially as it relates to the running backs and opening up for some zone reads. And that's a great question. And uh, I, I can tell by even even a Penn State fan hears James Franklin say this again and again and again. Well, now it's on film. Now it's on film. They have to worry about Bo. You got to worry about Bo. Now it's like Joseph has his doubts that he should worry about Bo. Should Ohio State worry about Bo, Johnny? I think Jim Knowles, their defensive coordinator, and the staff will definitely look at some tape on Bo Perbula this week. They, you know, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. If they haven't already, I would be surprised. Is does that mean that Bo Perbula is going to be used this week? Are they going to you know use that Bo package where they bring him in, you know, in the middle of a drive to break things up, maybe provide a spark if Penn State needs it? My guess would be no. Um, I, I don't think they'll use him in that way this week. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, Drew Aller and making sure that he's in rhythm and not breaking anything up potentially unnecessarily in, in terms of getting his, you know, we talked so much about his mentality and all that. There's still, a, there's still an acclimation process to playing a game like this on the road for the first time. Uh, and so I don't think we'll, we'll see the bow package this week. I might be wrong. Maybe they break it out in the red zone, but Penn State has already been, you know, I think that that's where it would make most sense to use it would be the red zone. But Penn State is one of the best red zone teams in the country converting touchdowns. Drew's a great red zone quarterback, too, because he can he can deliver the ball anywhere with, with good accuracy. Exactly. I mean, Penn State's converting, you know, I think it's 80 or 81 percent of their red zone opportunities into touchdowns this year. I think Ohio State is around 60 or 61 percent, which is uh, obviously not to Penn State's, uh, you know, th- that level right now. And I think that's ultimately where the game can be decided, too, if, is if Penn State uh, and the way that they've played offense so far this year, you know, stringing together drives, 10-minute, 12-minute drives, you know, eight, eight, nine, 10 plays, and finishing it off in the red zone and limiting the possessions, limiting the, the opportunities that a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. could get and keeping that defense as fresh as possible. It's been a formula so far that has worked for Penn State this year. Yeah, so to answer the question, I don't know if we see Bo this week, uh, but hey, you know, Penn State could come out and and use him and use him to great effect, and uh, and and he's more more than just a gadget guy too. Like I like what Bo Perbula brings to this team. I'm just skeptical that we'll see it this weekend. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a fair point all around. I get I get the question, and I get you know I think defenses when there's a zone read with Drew Aller, uh, I don't think there's a ton of respect for Drew's ability to, to gash them for big yards. I think what if, 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 if there's a zone read with him, they're saying, all right, worst case scenario, if we completely whiff and nobody takes the quarterback, we probably give up seven yards. And I think defenses are willing to accept that, that risk. And Bo can change that dynamic some. I, I, I get all that. But uh, if Drew Aller is going to have a breakout game, you're not going to really need uh, Bo Perbola. And my que- here's I, I want to ask a question on my own before we wrap. And that is, all right, so James, if, if this is all ploy to have Bo Perbola play 
specific numbers of downs and to talk about Bo Pabola being a threat uh, in order for other teams to divert resources to having to watch film. My question is, how many resources did James Franklin divert in order to get a, other coaching staff to divert their resources? Yeah, I... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's such a convoluted thing. It's like uh, <laughs> James Franklin wants coaches to divert attention to Bo, and in turn, he's diverting attention to Bo. It's just it's a never-ending cycle, I guess. It's like a cycle. <laughs> Never ends. I, I will say this on Bo, just to kind of, you know, and I had mentioned it, but you know, getting him the reps that they've gotten him so far, uh, and you know, leaving most of the first-team offense on the field with him on that first drive that he's taken over. Uh, before he works with primarily the second team, I think it's been big uh, because you know not the last time Penn State has been in one of these games, but you look back to 2021 and we've talked about it. What happened with you know Sean getting hurt and then Roberson coming in and not being prepared for a road environment? Uh, if something happens to Drew or God forbid, this weekend, I, I do think that those reps that Bo has gotten over the last month and a half uh, are going to be valuable. Uh, and and he knows the offense is different when he's in. And if he is forced into action, uh, the offense will be run differently. Uh, but at the same time, he brings a different skill set. And he's shown that over the last six games uh, to, to get that kind of experience that he's had. And so uh, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that, I guess, Dustin, in terms of the, you know, all the all the different messaging and all that kind of stuff that that James has had around Bo. Um, I do think that he's a valuable member of this team and this offense. and. I'm interested to see if they use him this weekend. Uh, and, I, and I'm rooting for it. You know, I'm rooting the, 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 the local kid here uh, from Central York. I'm rooting for it, too. Um, so, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Penn State hitting the road. Biggest game of the season at Ohio State. As we stand right now, about a four-point underdog on the road. Uh, that's going to be a noon kick. Uh, Fox's big noon kickoff, so you can expect coverage from there. College game day as well. So it has all that look and feel of the biggest game of the Big Ten season because it is so far. We'll see what happens there. We'll be back next week to break it all down and to look ahead to the rest of the season as we usually do this. Johnny McGonigal, I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith here for the Blue White Breakdown. This has been the Blue White Breakdown brought to you by Penn Live. <laughs>